We're really proud about our retention rate for African-Americans. Last year, Purdue's retention rate for African-American students was 92%. We know that every African-American student, just like the majority student who has been accepted, has the capacity to thrive here at the university, and our statistics represent that as well. From Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, this is Techies Today, the Purdue Polytechnic Podcast. I'm John O. This episode of Techies Today is the first about diversity and inclusion, a focus on faculty, staff, and students who are working to make Purdue a place where everyone feels welcome and can excel and thrive during their time here, whether it's for four years or 40. Renee Thomas is director of Purdue's Black Cultural Center and a provost fellow for diversity and inclusion. Renee talked with students in the Polytechnic's organizational leadership major about how student activism led to the creation of the Black Cultural Center. She describes the BCC's many programs and services, including music and arts ensembles, multi-day trips across the country for research and performances, and Purdue Express, an engaging 30-minute staged production that talks about Purdue University through song, dance, and entertainment, sometimes to audiences of two to 3,000 people. Renee says that students who are actively engaged in the campus community are more successful than those who aren't. So the Black Cultural Center engages the community through edutainment, the combination of education and entertainment. Renee Thomas says that family origin stories are important, especially to African Americans, because many lost the ability to trace their ancestry during the years of slavery in the United States. My maiden name is Spaulding, and I am actually a ninth generation descendant of Benjamin and Edith Spaulding. Benjamin was born in 1773. That's significant, particularly in the African-American community, because if you know anything about U.S. history, you know that part of our history involves slavery. Most African-Americans can only trace their genealogy back four or three generations because of the dismantling of families that happened um, during slavery. My great, my first generation, Benjamin Spalding, was an African, a free African-American, and Edith Spalding was a member of the Cherokee Nation in North Carolina in Bladen County. Because they were considered mulattoes, the children of those two individuals, they were able to own land in North Carolina. And that's somewhat unique in terms of land ownership in the late 1700s as well. To fast forward, North Carolina Mutual Insurance Company was founded by my third generation grandfather, and it is now, it still exists today as the oldest and the largest African-American-owned insurance company. Every year we have a biannual family reunion. We have documented our history. John Spalding has published a book on the Spalding family history. One of the few African-American families that actually has a seal of our family as well. Tobacco, farming, sharecropping was a very much a part of our history and heritage, both land ownership as well as sharecropping. North Carolina Mutual is in the, the shield as well as prayer and turpentine uh, were important elements in terms of some of the productivity in our family. We have a family reunion. When it is in the home state of North Carolina, we 
typically have about 400 family members to attend our family reunion. Family is very important. We run our family reunion like you would run a conference, breakout sessions and all. But I'm here to talk a little bit about the Black Cultural Center. And Purdue University is a land-grant institution. And part of our mission as a land-grant institution is to educate everyone, regardless of their ethnic backgrounds, gender, what have you. When Purdue was founded 150 years ago, 1869, it was founded to provide those individuals that could not get access to Harvard and some of the other elite institutions to be able to pursue higher education. I believe the next front that we have to explore in terms of our land-grant mission is to provide educational opportunities for both people of color and low-income students. We find that there is a huge gap in the number of low-income students and students of color, and we see those gaps here at Purdue University as well. We have a really strong history to be proud about here at Purdue University. We produced our first African-American graduate in 1894. 1894. So if you can imagine, that's just one generation removed from slavery produced this first African-American graduate. And his name was David Robert Lewis. He graduated from the College of Engineering. Unfortunately, due to the discrimination that occurred in our country in the late 1800s, he was not able to get employment as an engineer, but he did go to Hampton University and worked as a faculty member at Hampton. And I believe it's my narrative. It's not necessarily factual. I haven't been able to tie the knots yet. But I believe that he was also involved with some of the, if you have, any of you have seen Hidden Figures, which tells a powerful story about the African-Americans' contributions to the space program. I believe he had an impact on that because many of the graduates that were involved in the space program were from Hampton University. And then finally, in terms of our story here at the Black Cultural Center, we were founded in 1968, 1969. 1968, there was a protest on campus. A group of 200 students participated in this protest. And at that time, African Americans really felt that there was not much that was representative of their culture and heritage. So they staged a silent protest in which they marched from the Union Building to what is now Hovde Hall. They met the day prior to, and they encouraged everybody to pick up a red brick. 1968 looked like 2019 in terms of all the construction happening. Red brick buildings everywhere under construction. They didn't have the OSHA regulations, so red bricks were easy to find. So they got the red bricks, put them in a brown paper bag, and staged a silent protest in which they marched from the Union Building over to Hovde Hall. When they got to Hovde Hall, they opened their brown paper bags set the bricks on the steps of Hubby Hall, and erected a sign that said, the fire the next time. They presented a list of demands to the president. It was nine different demands. And out of those demands, the Black Cultural Center was birthed. So we were part of some student activism and protest is how we were founded at Purdue. It's interesting in that 200 students participated in that protest in 1968. The black student enrollment in 1968 was 217. So almost every African-American student on campus participated in that protest. I'm going to fast forward. 1999 is when we moved into our current facility. This is the first building. Now, mind you, we were established in 1869. 1999 was the first time an African-American architect 
designed a facility at Purdue University. We're really proud about that and that the first building at Purdue designed by an African-American is the Black Cultural Center. It was such a wonderful design. We received some national awards for the architectural design and that it opened the doors of opportunity for other African-Americans to get construction and architectural work here at Purdue. Those of you who've been to Rossade Stadium, the major renovation that happened probably almost a decade ago now was done by an African-American construction company. Those of you who work out in the Cordova Recreation Center, that project, again, was designed, the renovation by an African-American construction company. So we're really proud that the Black Cultural Center paved that way. We also have a library at the Black Cultural Center. We have over 7,000 different books and volumes. It's a special collections library. Most of the books and materials are related to the African-American experience. It's a wonderful study space as well. So if you're looking for a private study space, we have both public areas, and then a group of four private study rooms as well. The heartbeat of the Black Cultural Center is our Performing Arts Ensemble program. We have six different performing arts ensembles. And for those of you who are interested in the performing arts, I want to extend a personal invitation for you to consider joining one of our BCC performing arts ensembles. We have the Black Voices of Inspiration, which is our choir. They primarily do gospel music, but they also do other popular music by African-American composers primarily. We have the Haraka Writers. If you like to write poetry, short stories, or even rap lyrics, or if you're a spoken word artist, Haraka Writers is a way in which you can get engaged at the BCC. The Johari Dancers are trained in a variety of dance styles ranging from traditional West African dance all the way up to what you see on Beyonce music style videos, a little bit of everything. New Directional Players, if you're interested in assuming a new identity on stage, come out and get involved with their drama troupe, the New Directional Players. And some of you might be thinking, oh, I don't do the arts. That's not me. Well, we have some way for you to get engaged as well. We have our Black Thought Collective, uh, which is our intellectual or our scholarly ensemble. Those students do research on the African-American experience and then present at conference and symposiums. And then the other ensembles are Gordon Parks. Uh, it's a visual arts ensemble. Currently, the focus is on photography at this point. We did a major stage production. We do research tours every year. We go to different geographical locations and do a stage performance based upon the research that we acquire. Last spring break, we did a five-day tour to New York City. We studied hip-hop in the Harlem Renaissance. We also received a Diversity Transformation Award from the Provost Office, and we implemented what we call Purdue Express. And Purdue Express is a 30-minute staged production that talks about Purdue University. It talks about financial aid, athletics, it talks about residence life, you name it. It talks about Purdue University, but it's very engaging because it's a staged performance as opposed to someone being boring like I am standing up and telling you that information, it's through a, a song, dance, and entertainment. We know at Purdue University we need to do better as it relates to enrollment of our African and African-American and underrepresented minority students. This ensemble actually travels all throughout the Midwest region and which we uh, partner with high schools as well as last week we were down in Indianapolis at the convention center. We performed for 2,500 students who are part of the Center for Leadership Development program there. 
And we're finding that we are beginning to see some impact as it relates to this Purdue Express performance, encouraging students to enroll at Purdue. We're very committed to student success at the Black Cultural Center. We do what we call edutainment. As I mentioned, our performing arts ensembles, most people think performing arts is an entertainment, but we do edutainment, uh, education and entertainment combined. We want you to learn something as a result of going to a performance. So, for instance, whenever we had the hip-hop show, our audience members learned the five elements of hip-hop. They learned about those individuals who contributed significantly to the Harlem Renaissance era, and it was very educational as well as entertainment. Research tours are part of our curriculum at the Black Cultural Center. We've been all over the United States visiting sites that have significant contributions by African-Americans. And we're really proud about our retention rate for African-Americans. Last year, Purdue's retention rate for African-American students was 92%. I think oftentimes people make assumptions that are not accurate and they think, oh, well, they got here because of affirmative action or they took somebody else's seat or they, you fill in the negative narrative. But we know that Every African-American student, just like the majority student who has been accepted, has the capacity to thrive here at the university, and our statistics represent that as well. And we know from a variety of researchers that students who are actively engaged in the campus community tend to perform better than those who are not engaged. And we want our students to be engaged through the Black Cultural Center. We also do study abroad opportunities. This past May, we went to Ghana. We've been to Brazil the year before that, and Cuba as well. We've also been to Trinidad and Tobago. Our study abroad trips are open to the entire campus community to take advantage of. This year is a special year for us. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary at Purdue University. I told you the story earlier that happened in 1968. We were officially founded in 1969. And part of our anniversary celebration, we have a wonderful exhibition up at the Black Cultural Center. It's called A Journey Through Black Excellence. And that's our theme, unlocking black excellence at the Black Cultural Center. So we have exhibit downstairs that gives you just a small glimpse of some of the guest speakers and performers that we've had over the years. People like Maya Angelou, Dick Gregory, uh, Spike Lee, and others. And then upstairs, we just have some uh, old vintage photographs of some of our African-American students who've been involved at the Black Cultural Center. We have some new initiatives happening at the Black Cultural Center. This past June, we had what we called our June Jubilee, which is our Black Family Reunion. It was the first time that we partnered with PBAO to do a summer family reunion activity. They do something every homecoming, but we wanted to do something special for our 50th anniversary. And we had about 420 alumni come back and participate in our Black Family Reunion, which concluded with the BCC Gala, our June Jubilee celebration. I'm really excited because we're partnering with the Alumni Association, and we will be taking a group of 25 alumni to Paris, France, to study the African-American experience in Paris, France. So that'll be a 10-day tour for our alumni. This is the first time that we're doing something with our alumni in terms of a tour. We're doing a cultural immersion tour in which we would travel with a group of students to Memphis, Tennessee to study the civil rights movement. 
That's Renee Thomas. And as she noted, Purdue's Black Cultural Center celebrated its 50th anniversary in 2019. Learn more about the BCC's many performing arts ensembles and cultural arts series by going online to polytechnic.purdue.edu slash techies today and look for the hot links under episode seven. Next on the podcast is Jay Ackridge, Purdue's Provost and Executive Vice President for Academic Affairs and Diversity. Techies Today is produced at Purdue University in Purdue Polytechnic's Office of Marketing Communications. The college is on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at TechPurdue. The podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at Techies Today. You can send us an email to techiestoday at purdue.edu. The executive producer for our podcast is Melissa Templeton. I'm John O., the podcast's editor and producer. Thanks for listening. That's what's happening for Techies Today.